Yeah, when Jamie Green was on the podcast, he was talking about how on his own podcast, uh, he has to deep throat the mic <laughs> in order to be heard. And our audio tech like came in here at one point during the podcast and was like, you, you, you need to get your head further from the mic know. and stop talking so loud. <laughs> Are we cold opening right now? A little bit, yeah. Just oh. trying it out again. I thought it just seemed natural in I, yeah. the conversation. I think sure. It necessary. Cool. Hello. Hello, and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have a very special guest, Miss Hallie Roberts. Hey. This how is her first time on podcast. It is. It's very exciting. <laughs> you may know Hallie Roberts from the creative writing program at Marymount Manhattan College, where she ruled with an iron fist <laughs> under the tutelage <laughs> of Dr. Jerry Williams, friend, friend of, of the, the pod. pod. Uh, and today we are discussing The Black Balloon, released in 2008, written by Alyssa Down and Jimmy Jack, directed by Alyssa Down, about a young boy who's about to turn 15 years old. He has an autistic brother and he finds love in Australia. Where he lives. Where he lives with his family. <laughs> yeah, with Tony's grand return to Australia. I feel like just last week somebody was asking us if Tony ever does Australian movies. This is a what was the last one she did before this? I want I want to say Japanese story. Mm, probably right. Yeah. Yeah, she's been doing mostly American, some British. Yeah. I didn't even know she was Australian honestly until I watched this. Oh my god. Oh, she's fully Australian. <laughs> Extremely Australian. Uh, yeah, tell us about your Tony experience real quick if you um, want to. Yeah. Why not? You know, I, I t it's not that um, extensive. I mean, I've seen Hereditary. Great. Um, Incredible flick. I've seen a yeah, I've seen a few others, but uh, I'm a big fan in theory. You know, everything yeah, I theory. I have seen, I like. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think anyone who I've told about Tony um, doesn't like her. Yeah. Once they find out that they've seen her and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's one of those. Uh, this movie is her executive producer debut. Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Has she done another one since? I don't know. I wonder if she did anything with Hered. Probably not. Maybe. Hered. Uh, <laughs> it's also a return to Australia's trend of genreless movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Although, I mean, I wouldn't say. If you had to assign a genre to this, what what would you? Um, say American. Ooh, that's a take. Because it's like kind of blindsidey. Yeah. Um, but not as like annoying. I don't yeah. know. I never saw the blindside. <laughs> it's very like slice of life in an American way. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very Australian, but the themes are very like 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 uh, heartwarming American mm -hmm. family value type thing. Yeah. So I feel like. Mm -hmm. That's the genre I would It's very like you stick with your family no matter what. Yeah. Sure, sure. But like you need to. It's very in this situation. like Irish Catholic. Yeah. Although their family dynamics, like outside of like the main one, like what was up with the dad? The Can dad we talk I about that? did not like. And I liked bears, the actor. Like the actor was great. I uh, Do you wanna summarize the plot yeah, like a little this bit is the, this is a good movie to talk about on the podcast i think because it is one of those movies where kind of nothing happens mm -hmm. like <laughs> you just give the basic premise and then you can kind of just go on from there it's not so so plot heavy sure where um it's like confusing but basically uh it's the 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 dad of uh he has one autistic son mm-hmm uh, severely, severely autistic. Doesn't he's speak. Non yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. He's nonverbal. Yeah, he's nonverbal. And then one neurotypical son who doesn't have autism. Who's younger, is... actually, I found out. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was On wondering. Wikipedia, yeah. Was they look the same age, though. They yeah. say it at the end. They're like, mm -hmm. I, when I had Charlie, I was around your age or whatever. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's I think right. I just got their names confused the whole time. Yeah, yeah. their <laughs> names aren't similar, but Charlie I also and Thomas. got them confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just classic names. Yeah. So yeah, and mm -hmm. then he like meets a girl, and then but not in the neurotypical. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Side. He and then he's struggling with like wishing his brother was normal, quote unquote, and then just like taunting from other school mm -hmm. kids, and then eventually comes to more of an under not an understanding, but like more of an acceptance. 
Yeah. In a way that like was both kind of disappointing mm-hmm. as an audience member, but also not. I'm glad it wasn't so cheesy. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that he didn't start speaking at the end. Because, oh like, God, I was a little yeah. bit worried that they would do that. Yeah, there's this whole trend throughout the movie of uh, Tom trying to teach Charlie to speak. Right. Uh, the whole Cause thing. Because he used to, apparently, when he was, like, Charlie a younger used child. To he used talk, to talk, like, very small sentences, mm-hmm. but it was hard for him. So they taught him very basic sign language instead. Right. <clears throat> so he uh, doesn't really speak. He makes noises, but mm-hmm. he doesn't, like, say words. He just signs. Uh, and Tom is trying to teach him to say words throughout the movie. And at the very end, uh, they're still signing back and forth, kind of. Which, something cool that I learned is that um, Tony Collette learned more sign language than she needed to. Of course. To do this movie because she wanted to be able to improvise. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. And she it probably th- came off more natural to her. Mm-hmm. I just love, yeah. I just want to work with Tony. She's yeah. such a giving <sighs> collaborator. Um, She's the best. Oh, so the deal with the dad is yeah, that. Like, what was that? The dad. <laughs> can we talk okay. About so. Wait, the, about the teddy can, bear? Yes, can we talk about the This teddy is bear? like this. Okay. <laughs> this This kind of fits in with this trend that I've seen a lot in like movies and TV shows where there's like an autistic child mm-hmm. uh, where the parents either seem like very, very strange or somewhat autistic themselves mm-hmm. or like we see on Atypical, they're like very like <gasps> social. They're, you, they're very, very like socially aware. I, I saw the first couple episodes. I watched but it because of... Kier Gilchrist. Yeah, the whole thing is that like his mom was a cheerleader in high school, mm-hmm. and I think that his dad was like the quarterback, and they're kind of like bummed that their son yeah. can't be like they were. Yeah, so is he like? Is he not neurotypical in the show? I feel no the what? the son. I mean, in atypical than the show. Oh yeah, the the son uh, is autistic. Mm, but like how? Like he's, high functioning. Yeah, he's high functioning. Okay, because I was just like questioned about that like casting a little bit too just wasn't sure if that if it yeah. was good for the show i mean that's a whole separate there conversation way, there's been discourse about oh it. you yeah, mean I'm is sure. Keir, yeah isn't he not I oh no Kira gilgrist isn't but then no autistic, but there was as far as i know yeah there was a bunch of backlash about that i figured so yeah. then they cast he has like the support group in like i think the second season and they cast it with all okay, people cool, that actually yeah. had autism yeah like in this movie all the people who um go to school with mm-hmm. charlie uh, they cast real autistic mm. actors. And yeah, I read that. Yeah. Near the end, they they have like a school musical type thing, and for that, they cast autistic actors along with Their not siblings, autistic right? actors, mm-hmm. so that when they were filming, uh, the non autistic actors could help the more low functioning sure. autistic people like get along <clears throat> in a sense. Did not you find like, out if um, Russell was autistic? Russell's actually. Oh. I don't know. Because I feel actually. like he had to do a lot of heavy lifting. He did, especially at the yeah, end. Russell yeah, Russell is Charlie's friend yes. uh, who later they get into a physical fight yeah. backstage. Right, I kind of feel musical. like he probably wasn't. Yeah, I think he wasn't. I was. But I don't like, know. I was kind of surprised to find out that the actor who played Charlie was fully not autistic at all. Yeah, I definitely thought he wasn't just because of the demands of the. In- He's in the That's entire movie. That's what I movie, was thinking. I as feel well. like yeah. Um, and especially, well, potentially, I guess you could have cast someone who was a little higher functioning, mm-hmm. but like still had similar. Um, I yeah. think but the problem with doing that is like every autistic person is so different right of course so that like just like even though it would be maybe maybe better to cast someone that has some experience with it like the experience of a high functioning kid versus like um like a non-verbal kid it's like almost a completely different like issue oh for sure so because even if they know someone it's like such a complete i don't know yeah i've also heard that uh there are there i've seen Uh, like autistic communities online Mm -hmm. that say that the sort of high functioning low functioning label Mm -hmm. doesn't really work because on any given day one autistic person can go through 
like a, like they can go to work, sure. but then on the way home, like go nonverbal mm-hmm. or something oh, along those lines. I've seen uh, descriptions of autism saying that it's more like a buffet. Like, yeah, you can have some high functioning traits and some yeah. traits yeah, that are typically no one's as seen as low functioning. Gonna be exactly the same the yeah. whole way around. But this yeah. character is pretty. Like he's all of his traits oh, are yeah. low functioning. Yeah, um, I actually have a cousin that's nonverbal on the same level. I think, and I thought it was pretty true in that sense. Like it was a good representation, or at least like people I've seen. Oh, yeah. it was a very. It felt very. Um, like non-toxic mostly like the way they portray and especially well what were you saying about the parents like oh yeah okay so the (laughs) back to the teddy bear so back to the teddy bear thing so the dad seems to have some sort of relationship some sort of like fear of like confrontation or aggression where whenever he disagrees with his wife He'll project that emotion onto this teddy bear that mm-hmm. he has. Named Rex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Named Rex. <laughs> so in an in a scene very early on in the film when Tony and the dad need to go to a thing, Tony mm-hmm. says, Get in the shower. And the dad's like, Well, Rex says that I shouldn't have to shower because I shouldn't have to go to this with you. Mm-hmm. And that comes up not even a lot throughout the movie, just like no. a couple more times. But when she's in the hospital on bed rest, they like bring in <laughs> Rex. The re- Rex, and she's yeah. like, Yes, Rex, how are you? Which is so, I was like, <laughs> Great impression. Because the dad seemed to be pretty fucking fine with confrontation during yeah. a few other scenes. So yeah. it made me wonder, like, But he wasn't really good with, like, Charlie, though. Like, deal in general. With, yeah. I mean, he was fine, but it was clear that Tony was the. Tony one. The best one. Yeah, Tony was the one who knew. I mean, she's such a good mom in this movie. Like, I cannot. She's great. Even though, like, she actually, like, isn't in that much of it. Like, overall, Mm -hmm. when you look at it. She's she's always on fucking She won, like, an Australian award, acting award for this movie I saw. AATC or something? I don't know. Okay. She's vastly pregnant at the beginning, which I love. Yes. Um, They never, did they have, did they name the baby? No. No. That's weird. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they would have. Like, you know, usually there's that, like, sentimental, here's someone that helped us in the movie. Right. But they didn't have anyone like that. But they also skipped the birth as well. The neighbor who called Child Protective Services. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Which I kind of, like, I I understand. Okay. Mm -hmm. About halfway through. That's so tricky. About halfway through the movie, um, there is this, like, huge fight that uh i think like charlie and tom get in they get into it like a couple different times throughout the movie but charlie um breaks like a floor-to-ceiling window Mm -hmm. in the right he throws um plant through it yeah he like throws a plant through the window and the neighbor calls child protective services right and then the dad like yells at the neighbor but I kind of feel like the neighbor did the right, like with the information right, that she but had. But she was so mean about it, though. So I feel like she was really mean. She about was, it. but I'd be fucking mean about it too. It didn't seem like it was coming from a place of concern, though, because she was so mean about it. I guess. Oh, sure, yeah. it was. Like I feel like, in her situation, I feel like it would be more neighborly to first like speak to yeah. Yeah. one of the parents and just to get a feel of the situation, and before. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because you obviously know they have a nonverbal, like, autistic child. Like, it's not. That's true. Who is large and teenager. Mm -hmm. Like, there's stuff's bound to happen, but you have to, like, I don't know. I guess with the glass breaking, sure. But it's not like they had kids. I think she did. Didn't she have a kid? Did they? Oh, I don't know. I thought she had one kid and it was in the background. I didn't pitch into her. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't wasn't worth our time, really. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, um... Oh, I, one more thing about the teddy bear, though. I wrote it down. He <laughs> said that they mentioned that the teddy bear told him to not have a vasectomy. Oh, oh my God. And that was fucked up. <laughs> well, also, like, the one the teddy bear was basically, like, saying to the mom, like, in front of their son, um, if I go to... Like, if, fuck me. Yeah, let's have sex, basically. <laughs> He like, says, I deserve like, sex for doing basic fatherly and husbandly things yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. And Tony says, I give you sex all the time. Look at how pregnant I am. Right. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. Remember how, um, I don't remember what this is, but I have a note that says, and I know it's something Tony says, mm. 
she's like, monkeys don't drink beer. Oh, yeah. Because he's always wearing this monkey hat. Monkey hat. Yeah, Charlie is. Yeah. Charlie's default around the house is underwear and the monkey hat. Right. Which is pretty. It's a look. It's a look. Yeah. It's a, it's a, and then um, they, while he's in this look, mm. oh, what's his face? Thomas is also in his un- underwear. Mm-hmm. And then they run. They oh, get in into the like a, oh, yeah, Charlie a, a chase scene. Runs away. Uh-huh. Um, did he st- like take something? Or no, I he's think just he running away. Running. He just ran out the house. And yeah. so then he follows Charlie to all around the town mm-hmm. into the house of this girl he goes to school with, Jackie. Jackie, who is played not by Amanda Seyfried, but looks Gemma exactly Ward. like her. Looks exactly. <laughs> I don't know Gemma Ward. No, I knew who she was after. Mm. Um, she's a supermodel, right? She's a supermodel and an actress. Have yeah. you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean with well, the mermaid? That's what I found out. She's the mermaid, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause, cause, uh, Effie from Skins was the girl in that movie, right? Was Oh, Kaya, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and then... And then but she was the mermaid. She was one of yeah. yeah. She was like one of the mermaids. But let's be fair. That's not a real Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That's that's like true. the fourth one. <laughs> she also dated um, Heath Ledger. What? Yeah. Wait. What? How old is oh she? Oh my god. She's Wait. like a lot older than you think. She looks like four. I know. If we're talking about the personal lives of the people involved with this movie, sure. she's thirty-two. Did you know? I don't know when this movie was made. Two thousand eight. It was released in two thousand eight. One of the screenwriters of this movie, so the screenwriters are credited as Alyssa Down and Jimmy Jack. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Jack is- Also goes by Jimmy the Exploder. Yes. Jimmy Jack is a pseudonym for for the screenwriter, uh, Daniel Houghton, who in 2018 was arrested for assaulting his 20-year-old girlfriend. And he was like 38 or 39 at the time. That's a bad one. And he fully, like... And he wrote this movie? He... It was mostly Alyssa Down. It was based on her life. Oh. She has, I think, three younger brothers, two of which are autistic. Wow. Uh, And basically, the character of Charlie is basically her brother, Sean. Oh, okay. And uh, apparently, Jimmy Jack uh, just, like, helped her with the script a little bit. Hmm. But... With a name like that... (laughs) You're definitely problematic. I know. <laughs> he probably gave himself that with the name too. Jimmy the Exploder. You're 100 <laughs> percent violent. Was he credited both as Jimmy Jack and Jimmy the Exploder? I think he actually was. Now that you asked that question, I, I feel like I saw. I both. think I, I saw no both. Idea. I, I feel just like, like for different things. Oh, he was credited. I saw Jimmy Jack. On what Google. else was like at the beginning of the movie? They had the credits. They had were like labeling everything. Every prop was yeah. labeled. That, that was, was interesting. interesting. They never brought yeah. that back. That I read on IMDb was a reference uh, to how autistic people see the world. Oh, well, because I just okay. remembered it because I watched that part last night mm. and I had like three glasses of wine. Right. Of so course, today yeah. I didn't remember, but then I wrote it down. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I thought that was really cool. I wish I wish they would have brought it back a little bit more. Also, I w- yeah. Oh. No, go ahead. I kind of like I understand <clears throat> that the whole movie is from Thomas's perspective. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Sometimes I felt that it got to a point where it was sort of dehumanizing of Charlie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind Charlie was kind of characterized as like more a of a force, or like a yeah than a threat anything else. in his life. Yeah, I really would have loved to see the movie from like Tony's perspective. Yeah, or like the mom's perspective because I feel like, but I mean, I guess then she probably wouldn't have been as radiant the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. So and cute. also and also like I mean Thomas is basically a stand-in for the screenwriter Alyssa. Sure. Right. Which she interesting said, choice that it was a, a brother. She said in an interview that it was for uh, the ability to make the movie like more dramatic, basically. Mm. Because if it was a girl, then she wouldn't have really been able to have uh, them get into those physical fights. Uh, sure, and like the sem- the like comparisons between them. Yeah, would be less, yeah. and like uh, <clears throat> and there there there's that bit where um. Charlie uh, takes out his dick mm. at a dinner with Thomas's girlfriend, mm. and she said that that scene couldn't really have existed. That scene was very yet. strange. Which I, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't like. I understand that something super super bad had to happen, of course, to get the characters to that point of physically fighting. Like mm-hmm. Charlie, like bites the shit out of Tom, yeah, like a lot of times. And Tom like punches Charlie and smashes his like 
smashes his Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. and Charlie that. has to, like, get stitches at the hospital, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I feel like, kind of the most humanized that we see Charlie yeah. is when he's yeah. getting stitches at the that hospital and he's, insane. like, crying. Because I feel, here we are, we're jumping to the, <laughs> the yeah. climax, as we do, but <laughs> I just feel like it was such a weird choice for him to, because, like, yeah, there's, like, snippet there's like sprinkled in moments of like charlie obviously having some kind of sexual desire like he mentions girls mm-hmm. and stuff throughout the yeah. film he but draws a picture of himself with a huge oh yeah dick. yeah um but then i feel like it was so unnecessary for him thomas to get that mad mm. when that happened because like i don't know obviously jackie's gonna be really uncomfortable but isn't she gonna be more uncomfortable when you who are a neurotypical person who was dating her does not freaks out like freaks that. out and runs across the room picks up the Nintendo 64 yeah. in her next appearance she's she says you really scared me right to of Thomas course. but I didn't like that scene because it put the girlfriend in a position of like I, I feel have, like all the girlfriend really does in this movie is just like be a saint sure yeah, totally but I actually I thought about that during that scene because she like comforts him and I feel like well it's not necessarily she shouldn't have to mm-hmm. forgive him so easily. I really liked that she kind of recognized, like, gender dynamics aside, of course, it's a little problematic, but, like, she recognized that he has so much fucked up shit in his family mm-hmm. that oh, she was yeah. like, all I can really do is be there for you right now. Right. Like, I thought I liked that that yeah. was what she was doing in that moment. They didn't mm-hmm. really talk about that, I but think- I really liked that take on that. Yeah, I, like. I think overall, though, her character was used a little bit as, like, like the way that she reacted to them, like breaking into her house, was so empathetic. Oh my like, god! I was like, she was immediately like making jokes about it. I like, loved yeah. that though, because that was her first. I f- <laughs> it was her first like time speaking, and I was like, whoa, your yeah. voice is way lower than I thought it would be. <laughs> oh yeah. And she's like, so there's something weird this morning. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to do all these Australia dialects today on the podcast, yeah. but she's like, um, two boys broke into my house in their undies, used the toilet. <laughs> Like, really it was so funny. Oh, yeah. Wowie, so funny. I'm so glad you, like, called her out on that. Because I thought it was, like, maybe an Australian thing. I was like, are there really people going around saying wowie? He was like, who says that? And she's like, One of her first things that she says. (laughs) And it's always for things that, like, aren't, like. Or not that crazy. Yeah. Like, like, (laughs) the first time she says it, I wrote it down. Because the first time she said wowie, I was like, that's fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Is when he uses sign language with his brother. She just goes, you know sign language? Wowie. Can I give him a lolly? <laughs> like, but she's like, so I thought it was super fucked up. So at one point, Charlie like takes a tampon out of her backpack. And, and they all it. act like it's the most gross thing yeah, that's ever that happened. Was, oh God, Including okay. her. She's like. So panic stricken, and it's like freaked out. An unused tampon that he just pulled out and right. is in his mouth. And then at the end, she's and there's like, just dramatic music playing. Yeah, it's really dramatic, and she's it's like horrified. So and then she's like, "At least I wasn't used. <laughs> at least he didn't take a used tampon out of her. <laughs> right? I was like, "Is there a used tampon in there?" And I like, put them all back in there. And, and also, like after Charlie puts the tampon in his mouth, Thomas takes the tampon out and tr- and like puts it back in her backpack and like shudders Ew. at looking at it. Like, 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 throw it away. She's not. Well, to be fair, tampons didn't get to Australia until 2007. <laughs> it was an artifact. God. Um, let's see. Oh, can we talk about how? So, what was this whole thing with not being able to swim? Oh, I wrote something down about that. Uh, okay. Thomas, because so there's this whole some... subplot where he's in swimming class with, yeah. with so, her, uh, what's her name again? Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. there's the symbolism of their of their learning how to be lifeguards. Tom feels like he uh, is somehow incapable of protecting Charlie. Although, like, is it incapable or does he just not want to? Who's mm-hmm. to say? Yeah. But there is this sort 15. of trend of him, like, <laughs> I know. Being, like, feeling like he can't do things, feeling incapable. There's some scene where they put them in, like, weighted clothes and have them tread water oh, yeah. for, like, however oh, yeah. long. And Tom and Thomas, like, almost drowns pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Jackie and she's able to do it just fine. So there's this sort of trend of him feeling insufficient. Yeah. And then, like, compounded by the scene where 
he's in the car with his dad and his dad is like we have to take care of each other Mm -hmm. uh your mother says that we got charlie because we were capable of taking care of him and if you're not capable of taking Mm -hmm. care of your own then like you're a weak piece of shit right which is kind of like all right simon like go talk to rex about how you don't want to do your most basic fatherly duties (laughs) i mean although then the dad did admit he was like i don't know if we are well, he was like, he I don't was know like, if I, I, am. Or I am. I know your mom is, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they go to the grocery store and like. Oh my god, her. That was such a hard scene. It was like, so hard to watch. Because yeah. he's like having a, a breakdown at the grocery store, and then they have to yank him out, and everyone's mm-hmm. just like, they constantly are showing everyone else's reactions, and it's like so real, I and I feel so yeah. bad. The whole scene <clears throat> is just silent, except for Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did a good job of, I think, like capturing like people's. Like, how people actually do react to, like, autistic kids. Well, and it's so, yeah. like, because it's, like, not everyone's hostile. Yeah. But it's, like, people just don't know what how to handle it. Yeah. But, like, of course, if you're on the inside of that situation, it's all going to feel like hostility. Yeah. Which is part of what, like, squashes Thomas's, Yeah, like, that's a good point. Yeah. You know? Especially, like, being a teenager, I feel like you're so hyper aware and of how everybody else perceives you. Mm-hmm. Is everyone such a dick all the time? Like, <laughs> like do people not just understand that there's a scene with like a where straight up like a mob attacks charlie just because he's he got off the bus too early yeah i didn't really buy that part i feel like well jackie's the only one who's nice right i guess again like this was made a little while ago but i feel like yeah today kids are mean but i feel like that is like become a taboo to be that vicious towards like sure who can't help it like i feel like the bullies pick other targets now well, and, yeah. like, I think it's interesting, like, um, the word, they use the R word one time, but they mm. they say spastic, they say, yeah, yeah, which, which I've is seen equated it. to to be that bad, apparently, in this Very in this region. I've definitely seen discourse on the internet of people saying, like, don't say spaz, don't say spastic, it's mm-hmm. a slur, Me and too. I was like, is it? But maybe in Australia it is. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. I've seen that, I too. think it's a regional thing. I think spaz yeah. is so way harsher than... Yeah, I should say the S word instead. But I mean, our yeah. audience is largely uh, American. Something uh, that I really <laughs> I think I, I think so. I don't know. Uh, something that I really didn't like uh was right before the scene where the mob attacks Charlie is the bullies are sort of like taunting the short bus mm-hmm. and they and they get like a mentally disabled girl to like Ugh. lift up her shirt oh, yeah that was sad so fucked up i was i, I was like I, I was like don't, don't show do that. that like spe- like it just made it mm-hmm. it like i don't know that was uncomfortable that really really didn't sit well with me mm-hmm. yeah i just thought about like Uh, yeah they didn't need to be in the movie yeah and especially like i mean there's a history like documented history of not just like of course like violence against the mentally disabled but Mm. especially sexual violence against Uh the mentally disabled right of course uh it just like triggered memories of the book our guys by bernard lefkowitz Mm. which is Mm. about um uh, gang rape that happened in New Jersey in I think the 80s that was like a bunch of jocks mm. and like a mentally disabled Ugh, girl so who was terrible. their age who they had like grown up with and there's all this stuff in the book about how like you know how basically like they groomed her mm-hmm. uh, and it started off with like them being like show us like like lift up your shirt mm-hmm. and then would escalate mm-hmm. and it just it the the idea of that obviously we're supposed to think of them as like bad characters yeah but the inherent like sinister nature of that i feel like it was weird in this movie it it was so yeah this movie because that wasn't like anywhere else yeah and they were already like attacking Charlie, like it wasn't. Yeah, they're we, already we attacking didn't like Charlie, them at all. and also like <clears throat> to a certain extent, it's like at least the actor playing Charlie was neurotypical. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I hope that the actress, I hope so, who lifted yeah. up her shirt, oh, that's, yeah, that's was neurotypical as sure. well. Like, because otherwise, it's it's just like you're like you're the same yeah. I feel as like the bullies. Like, I want to say she probably was because I don't remember seeing her in any of the other scenes. Where yeah. They I'd like to hope she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that we can 
I think that we can safely assume that she was given yeah. the like writer the director of that scene, having yeah. yeah but also like given the writer director having yeah. like obviously come at it mm. from a very like sympathetic for sure place right. she clearly had like the best of intentions and right. like loves her brothers mm. and stuff like that but that like uh, yeah no that was like a lot and I feel like it's kind of the only other example of them taunting someone else besides Charlie or yeah. like Charlie and Thomas like any of the other kids which was weird yeah I mean it just sucks how much they showed, like, I don't know, because they, uh, they have it hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they have this whole, like... Especially because, like, the whole movie is kind of just about, like, how hard it is to be the family of sure. an autistic person, which there are, like, challenges to that. But then to also, like, showcase violence against autistic people, mm-hmm. it's like, that that that's enough. Yeah. yeah, it seems kind of like kicking somebody while they're down. For sure. like, there was a lot of violence overall, so yeah, you know, there was. Like it was like not gratuitous, but like some of it. It was been. just a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's like I mean, when well, Tom and Charlie get into fights, like it's not a hate crime. But it was right. Like, so then, like, why really show a hate crime? Real. I mean, there was just like an authentic feel to that, though. Like, not to be devil's advocate, because I'm not. I don't like that scene, but I feel like they were trying to portray it as authentically. And like the dirty details as possible, yeah, of all facets. Because like, for example, like when he's locked in the room and he like shits on the floor, mm-hmm. and like it's like it's, you see it, and it's so like, oh wow, they really deal with this. Mm-hmm. Like this really happens. Like it's not sugarcoated at all. So I understand like right. showing all yeah. facets of that, and but I, I didn't like. I mean, I'm not defending that scene, but I'm saying like it was authentic. There was nothing like Hollywood eyes about. The yeah. portrayal in general. I think I would say I would have preferred if they did more scenes like the scene where he like shit himself, mm-hmm. like instead of doing so many of the bullying scenes. Like yeah. I think mm-hmm. there was sort of the, you're right because that's more telling because yeah. we've all seen like a bullying kind of right. scenario yeah. in any kind of movie, it's especially not. since it was supposed to be mostly about like the family dynamics. Like yeah, and Charlie is not going to even acknowledge the bullying as bullying. It's just yeah, going to be overstimulation yeah. for him. So yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, wow. Uh, what are some <laughs> other thoughts? Well, okay, uh, so we've established Jackie's great. Um, too great. Too great. But, but like, great. you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is random, but this is in the pool. Uh, when they're, like, learning how to kiss. No, we're le- learning <laughs> how to do CPR. <laughs> There's this line where they're like, it's okay, Caroline. You don't have to kiss the dummy. And I, this one girl goes mutters, slut. <laughs> I thought that was Gemma Ward. Oh, was it? I thought it was. Who said slut? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was before I think I we met like her. I she's too saintly oh, for that. I know. Well, maybe she can slut shame. I mean, we don't see her with any girls her age, so. Yeah, right. That's true. Well, I thought at one point <laughs> that her character was, like, popular, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but, I mean, maybe I don't she, think... like, only hangs out with Thomas. Well, I mean, because yeah. the movie's from Thomas' point of view. What did she say about her mom? She oh, yeah, something happened to her mom. Her mom's dead, I think. Okay. Yeah. That's what I assume. Well, because she was like, this is what my mom sees, oh, and yeah. it was blackness, so I guess... <laughs> Why did she? Why closed. did they need to give her that? Like, yeah. Backstory? Or no, she and like never she closes her eyes and she's like, maybe if like the static went away, I would oh. see my mom. Okay, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. They go swimming and like, based on Tony's career, I was like, I swear to God, if Charlie <laughs> drowns in this scene, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm done. I'm over. Like it. that yeah. could have. Yeah. He was like by himself, There's floating so in a deaths an inner lakes. tube. I was like, Jesus, you I guys. I thought about that, too. I was, like, really surprised that that, like, <laughs> Thomas was, was like, go. Like, was he that horny that he was like, yeah, go do whatever while I'm, like, with Jackie? Apparently, well, like, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also was surprised that uh, there wasn't a bigger deal made of when the storm hits and they have to, like, get Charlie out of the lake. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was so this nervous. is what all those lifeguarding lessons were for. Right. Like, there's yeah. going to be a big rescue scene, but then it's over in, like, two seconds. Yeah, the, the whole, like, swimming metaphor and stuff, I honestly didn't catch until you brought it up earlier, because they really didn't, like, they didn't go there with it. They know? really didn't, like, yeah, it it never uh, became more no. than subtext. Yeah, which I guess is cool. I mean, yeah. everything needs to be said. But, but it would have been helpful if it was. Yeah, I mean, it would have. It would have tied yeah. some things together. I think like, something that felt non-American about this movie was that it wasn't, like, not everything was tied up. Like, mm, I feel like in American yeah. movies, everything always is leading to something. Totally. And then this, it mm. kind of just, like, 
I don't know how to, the words for the motion I'm making right now. Um, like maybe like not flat lines, but just sort of like kind of There's a lot going. of loose ends that kind yeah. of just yeah. fizzle out. Which maybe is good. Like, I mean, I feel like we're conditioned. Yeah, to no, like, I think it is good. Like, um, oh, my God, there's going to be a huge swim meet at the end of the movie. <laughs> and instead, uh, there was yeah. a random musical that we didn't really know about Which before. Which was crazy, also. Um, I didn't love it at all. I didn't. I hated it, actually. Yeah, at the end of the movie... <laughs> uh, there's a school musical at Charlie's school, which is uh, all the kids um, dancing to like singing tracks playing behind them mm-hmm. of a musical about Noah's Ark, which is that what it was about? I learned from reading the Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, it was, well, it was like two. All I know is it that was like it's animals, about animals. and it was called a float. Yeah, right. Uh, but then the monkeys during a during a group sequence. Um, Charlie's dressed as a monkey and so is his friend Russell mm-hmm. but Russell decides that he doesn't like Charlie anymore sure. so he won't dance and they get into a spitting match with each other backstage until finally Thomas puts on the monkey suit and mm-hmm. goes out with Charlie and does the number with him Right, which is very Little Miss Sunshine but not as good it was also uh, <laughs> very about a boy oh my god I just realized this Tony only she only does movies with where she's like the half supportive mom <laughs> like in that in that specific scene. Oh <laughs> musical gosh. sequences at the end. Yeah. Little Miss Sunshine. That's a good one. Well, yeah. so I thought the scene with Russell's family would have been an interesting point to like showcase like kind of a shared experience type oh, of thing yeah. with the families, but they didn't really do that. They just had the mom looking really mad. It kind of seemed Russell's like assholes. Mom. Yeah, like the other parents. Yeah, yeah, because Thomas was trying to be like, I mean, Thomas to be fair, Charlie and... kept spitting all over Russell, yeah, and yeah. they were just trying to calm him down, so I get the frustration, but they didn't explore their characters at all. So Yeah, yeah, which... I mean, makes sense. Like, you only yeah. have so much time. But I was hung up on, like, the insistence where they were like, you have to do this dance number. You have to do it. Yeah, that was weird, it right? It seems counterproductive to the school in general. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, why didn't Russell have to do it? They didn't say Russell had to do it. They were just like, Charlie, you have to do it. Like, because yeah. it wasn't even the mom saying it. It was, like, the director or whatever. It was like, yeah. you have to go on. She was like, if somebody <laughs> isn't a fucking the monkey by the time on. I turn around. We can't possibly skip the monkey scene. Yeah. <laughs> What would Noah's Ark be without the monkeys? I was in uh, Adaptation of Noah's Ark when I was... Uh, that doesn't surprise me. It was my first stage role. Ooh. I played Jake the Snake. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so cute. Were you all your real names? or? No, actually, it was an actual script. Oh. I had 55 lines. So 55? I know. I got it reviewed and in the paper. And how old were you? 10. That's crazy. Wow. That sounds like a lot. I actually Owie. did get reviewed. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> No, we can only say that to things that aren't impressive, Sam. <laughs> it, well, it, it is impressive. Well, I had to wear knee pads, uh, and my costume had no arms because oh. I was a snake. Wow, so it was pretty cool. That sounds like. Did you have to do a lot of like movement training for that role? Um, <laughs> no, you just kind of. I was just method? born for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, know, it's all natural. Is what Jake the snake. Uh, it's really good. Uh, if you guys had to have a stuffed bear there to speak the things that you don't want to confront, mm-hmm. what would your bear be named and what would it confront? Marge. Bear would be named Marge. And Marge. What would it say? Okay. How would it speak for you? She would just be like, you don't have to. Um... Actually, I don't know. I think she would tell me to do things. I think she would tell me to <laughs> actually, you know, get work done, you know. Yeah. Save money correctly. Hmm. What about you, Holly? <laughs> That's tough. Um, I feel like mine would have to be like, like a Zen one, like <laughs> one to be like chill the fuck out. Um, What's their name? Oh gosh, something like really crunchy, like, um, like Belinda. No, like, <laughs> like, like she does yoga and oh. um, uh, like um, maybe uh, Xavier. Oh, yeah, maybe something like that or something like Celestial. Xenon. Callista. Callista. Oh, Celeste. Callista Flockhart. Oh, Celestia. Celestia might be it. Yeah, and she Is that would... a My Little Pony? No. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what's your What's your bear's? Uh, I don't what's know. What's your bear's judge? I, I don't know what her name would be, but she would... Um... Jennifer. Oh, wait, that's your roommate's name. Yeah. <laughs> um... And she would help me with my saying no skills. Oh. Sure. Well, I no, actually, I do freely you, say no. You freely a say lot. no. Yeah, I freely say no to like. She would help you with like, 
I don't know. You you pretty got your shit together right now. Um, right now. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying that in the context of knowing you for six years. I, I know that. <laughs> Compared to when I was 18 years sure, old. Sure, we all do. So much. I mean, better. if you just need someone to say no for you, I got you. <laughs> you can just carry me around. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be each other's. Okay. Exes. Yeah. I think I need more like say yes, but like without overthinking it. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, I need like I need a motivational bear probably. Yeah. Like, well, not like I mean I have support in my life, but I feel like the bear. What What am I lacking? What do I need That's this hard. bear to this do? Was like a, this was a good question. I know, think the bad. bear would need to tell me. Not like tell me because I know when to do when I'm not doing right. what I'm supposed to I think the bear's main role is that when I'm alone in my life the bear is gonna like electroshock me into mm-hmm. moving out of bed and doing oh, something. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Like the bear kicks my ass. I need the bear to like let go of things for me. Oh yeah. Oh I need the bear to clean my closet. Yeah. Marie Kondo my life. Yeah. Can oh, a bear yeah, do for that? Sure. <laughs> I'm like a hoarder for real. Not really. Like I get rid of shit but it's like it takes so long. I'm going through my closet for like the fifth time because it needs to go. And yeah. I, wh- I don't need my voice and speech journals. You definitely don't need those. But what if I need them? <laughs> it's all on Google. Yeah. Uh, but then why did I spend a thousand dollars on textbooks? That's a personal problem <laughs> that I can't tell you. <laughs> God. Jamie like, Green once told me that um. Out of everybody on Shit's Creek, Eugene Levy is the weakest link. It's true. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. And but it's he like, knows. But but it's like, God, like imagine a show so good that Eugene Levy well, is to the be weak link. So when we started it, I like, I, I wasn't a huge Alexis fan. Okay. But oh, yeah, I think it was just the this. archetype. Like I was mm-hmm. like, it's a little played out. But mm-hmm. then like when she started getting so like. Just her strange mannerisms, like mm-hmm. that one scene. He's, Wait, you never? Yeah. Did you get very far? Or where? I <clears throat> got up to like season three and then burned out. But I've been watching the cabaret auditions oh. with Andrew. Cause okay. like that one scene when she's talking to Ted and she just like completely loses all English and she's just going. No. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's when I was sold on her. Like. Yeah. No. I really. I love her. No. I loved her like from. The you did. Pilot from like I, the first season. There's <clears> some <throat> moment. That I'm obsessed with, where she's like picking trash with mutt, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she's like, "This is the longest relationship I've ever been in consensually." And he's oh like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Well, I was in a relationship with six months with a Saudi prince, but four months of that, I was lost in his palace trying to get to an embassy." <laughs> she brings the, lost in his palace. The great part about Alexis's stories is that they come up at multiple parts of yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah. So David like, has a line like two yeah. episodes later where he's like. I had to call the embassy looking for you. Right. Like, they're all, like, it feels very it's real. real. Yeah. I I just, I love that show. Something weird about that, not weird, but something I noticed, I guess, sort of upon rewatching it, is, like, what season are we on now? Like, what's the... The last one's going to be six. Okay. So, it must be around season four. They start getting really sentimental <coughs> with things, and I they've I never done that before um. in the show. And I'm, like, on one hand, I'm glad, because obviously, like, one of the the family's big problems was like they don't have emotions and stuff yeah. and like can't relate to other people but on the other hand i was like ew like if, what does this show turn into well, like no i love it because like once like you get to a certain it, 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 i think it is it's like the yeah. season two finale or something when they're like in the barn and they like like love each oh, other yeah. for the first time that was cute oh, yeah. but i love when my favorite thing is when they don't remember alexa's middle name oh my god stop i know <laughs> we will <laughs> Find out later. It's fine. You have the <laughs> best impression of Catherine O'Hara. David. The baby. Oh my god! Have you guys seen the David compilation of Alexis Diva. saying David? Yeah. David. Diva. Diva. David. Diva. You get murdered first. <gasps> Wait. So in the most recent season, the like high school slumber party episode. Oh my god! Stop! I just watched that. I think we're literally <laughs> so, at the same spot. Yeah, but yeah. we haven't seen it before. I, it's so fucking That's funny. So funny. Can I tell you what happens? Yeah. Ted kisses David during and, like, spin, the, spin bottle, the bottle, and Te- uh, David's boyfriend, who I don't think you probably know, but I n- I know him through Andrew. He and Alexis get so mad, and then they oh kiss, and then Alexis <laughs> just and it's going, super uncomfortable. But he just too. like doesn't move his mouth, and Alexis goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, "That was great for me." <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. I love, so you know who Alexis is to me? Who? Uh, Casey Iverson. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You think she's like Alexis? A little bit. Like visually? I no. Know. 
I know oh. a lot of people who want to be like Alexis. You know what? I feel like not. she. I feel. I get you. I get. I feel like I. Um, I want to be. So am I more Moira or David? David. <laughs> David. You're you're Moira. <laughs> uh, you're Moira for the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Moira David on stage. Actually. Oh my. Yeah, Stevie. Oh. No, I feel like you're Stevie you're in personality Stevie. and in looks. Mm. You're Stevie though. I had a boss. You're who definitely told me, Stevie. I had a boss who told me that I reminded her of Alexis. I feel like people. That's always a veiled insult. But I, but I always, you, but I would before I even started watching the show, I would kin Alexis at work when I, I worked at that law office. You on would Long kin Island. Alexis? Is, is that a thing? Yeah, I'm like I was, her. I, I, I was a like, you know how there's other kin <laughs> people who like think that they mm. are Alexis animals, kin? like Charlie is monkey kin. Oh, when I think movie. I'm every blonde actress on yeah. any TV so show. I was, so yeah. I was, before I even saw the show, I was kidding Alexis at work because I didn't want to have to talk to anybody, so I would just right. pretend to be too dumb to understand what they I were saying to me. I think I have an Alexis voice. I can do a pretty mm. strong David. Ew, David. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're Alexis for sure. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know if I am like you're, in no, terms of I think you're Alexis journey. and you're like I a relate Stevie. to Alexis okay, in you're... the sense that I have short-lived turbulent relationships so you're an alexis moon and a stevie yes. sun yes and you're a um alexis sun stevie moon okay you know oh. what i mean yeah or and maybe I, like an alexis rising i'm like a moira rising. rising i'm a moira rising david sun mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna say i'm a jocelyn moon <laughs> <laughs> jocelyn is a great character she's I so love funny jocelyn. can we start a Shits creek podcast yes honestly uh, do we have any stray observations before we move on to awards? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, well, so they had a trampoline in the backyard, and um, it reminded cool. me of this story that uh, of my childhood that I'm holding on to. Mm. Um, when I was jumping on my trampoline, and I fell through it. Oh, my God. That was fun. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, like, went down... You know when you do the butt bounce yeah, thing? Yeah, classic. Of course, classic. Yeah. One, two, three, butt bounce. Yeah. Go straight down, and I just fell straight through. <gasps> and the trampoline broke, and my parents are like inside making dinner, and I go in, and I'm like, I fell through the trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all, like as a family, cathartically took it apart. Oh and it was like the end of my like Aww. childhood, whatever. I was like 12. That's actually a good story. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I should have written about it for Jerry. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> Um, oh, Tony wears shoes in bed at one point. Oh, yeah, That's that pissed me up. off. But, you know, Australian moms. Oh, wait, are we not supposed to swear on this podcast? I just oh, my God, what? Okay, good. We swear all the time. Okay, what good, is good, good, good. I don't know. I just Are like, we sponsored by me. Disney? Uh, everyone is at this point. Right? We don't make but, any money. I have Disney Plus now, though. <laughs> me, too. I don't. Get a, you want to use my password? Yes. <laughs> well, listen, I only have it because my family has Verizon Unlimited. Mm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Was this sponsored by Verizon now? No, but if you have Verizon, oh yeah, you get like unlimited. A free year you get a free year of Disney Plus. My mom's like, "Hey, you want to?" Ma-? That's not how she talks. She's <laughs> like, "Hey, you want Disney Plus?" She talks like Caroline Pimentel. No, uh, my mom's listening to this right Do now. Do you like burritos? Um, I liked um Jackie's outfits. Oh yeah, I thought all of her overall oh, tank top combo. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, I didn't get to that close enough to the mic, but. Her I overall tank top combo. Jackie's outfits were looks. <laughs> well, if you're named Jackie, then you dress well. Yes. Yeah, Jackie's one of my favorite names, actually. Mm, but true, name. like the classic Jackie. Jackie Kennedy? Yeah, and Jackie from um, that 70s show. Oh, and I love when Jackie, so after the whole incident when she comes to the house and, yeah. and everything, and then later she wears the monkey hat in the pool. Mm. Yeah. That was cute. It was so random. So she was random. like, look at me, I'm wearing a monkey hat on a pool. I was like, uh, it was half cute and half like so manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It was really, ho- I like went back and forth about her character so much because I also feel like he really had to get a girlfriend to start like empathizing with his brother too. Like, yeah, you're right. I think that Jimmy, yeah. the, Jimmy John, Jimmy Jack, the exploder <laughs> probably wrote a lot of her. Character. Yeah. She literally <laughs> just exists to make Thomas a better yeah. person uh-huh. and she's not getting anything from their relationship. Yeah. I mean, at least I guess she is a side character, so it's less heinous than like trying to pretend like she's oh, like, yeah. although in the description on IMDb, they make it sound like it is about the couple. Uh-huh. And, and they don't true. get it together until story. like halfway through yeah, the movie. Yeah, and they like, also and the poster 
closer is literally them making out. Yeah. yeah. Which they only do like once anyways. In the rain. Oh yeah. my god, while the brother is like right there. I know, that and was it's really weird. weird. And they're like in their underwear too. Yeah. I have a question real quick before we go on to awards. What the fuck does the title of the movie mean? Oh, I oh, yeah, read something on MTV saying that like uh, there's a <clears throat> scene like halfway through the movie where there's a bunch of balloons and one of them is black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's really the explanation. Is it yeah. supposed to be like a play on like the black sheep? Oh, I and don't know, they're calling uh, Charlie a balloon. <laughs> yeah, maybe because he's whimsical. Is that the best? Child when like. you pop a balloon, it's very startling. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it. I'm at poetry workshop right now. Right. Like, trying to be like, what is the balloon? This is represent? literally like what would happen in poetry workshop when somebody underwrote their poem. Yes. They would walk in with something that was five lines long mm-hmm. and we would have to spend like just as much time on it yeah. as we would on like an epic. Right. And it would. So this podcast is going to be about 10 minutes long. <laughs> podcast is going to be about 10 minutes long. Okay. So let's move on to awards. We deliver three awards to each movie. We the first of hand which, deliver them. Yes. <laughs> um, we thought that best prop was going to go to La La Land, but it actually goes to a prop from the Black Balloon. That's crazy. <laughs> What's your best prop from the Black Balloon, Holly? Um, I balloon? said <laughs> <laughs> a non-existent balloon. One of the many balloons. Um, I said the monkey ears because I thought they were a good like continuity sort of moment like that they were so important to him and then they also like you know they were the catalyst for the relationship between Jackie and Thomas and everything mm. yeah what about you Jake my best prop is wowie <laughs> the word wowie <laughs> it has a prop that's <laughs> yeah. actually uh, ties into mine because my best prop was Jackie oh. <gasps> oh you know at least Tony wasn't the prop this time around yeah that's true what was she the prop in she's something sometimes she's prop Wow, I can't believe they'd waste her like in that. In the 90s, she was oh, a Oh, okay, sometime. fair. I mean, not yeah. fair, but understandable in yeah. that time period, I guess. Yeah. Uh, next up is best Tony moment. Mm-hmm. Mine was the whole birthday dinner sequence, mm-hmm. but specifically when uh, Jackie says the baby's so small and Tony just goes, didn't feel small coming out. Oh, my God. Or when she breastfeeds. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? Table? It's natural. You loved to get breastfed when you, I don't know what this accent is. Yeah. but It's natural. You love to get breastfed when you're a baby. <laughs> oh That's what she sounds like. No. Yes. Wait, but actually I have an ethical question about that. Okay. Obviously okay. supporting breastfeeding at of all course. times because it's not, it's not like it's dirty at all. Yeah. But I'm wondering, do you, what did you think about that? Do you think she should have. At least alerted Jackie that she was going to be breastfeeding at the dinner table with her as a guest? Or do you not think it's a big deal at all? I don't think it's a big deal, but I I personally don't think it's a big deal, but I just think I like that as a character choice. I think the fact that, like, she didn't alert Jackie shows that, like, she was sort of accepting Jackie into their, like, yeah. family. That's what you I know? thought, too. Versus, like, if, there, if it was, like, a more formal dinner, mm-hmm. then I would maybe expect... I don't know. I've had, like, grown up a lot of, around a lot of babies, and usually, like... People will still kind of step away from the table. They mm-hmm. won't usually like full on. I thought it was a cool, ta- uh, I mean, I a cool character yeah. trait, though. That yeah. that was like. No, I thought I thought it was kind of nice. Yeah, and it she fit in with what had already been established. For sure. And also, she's, she's probably so tired. She's probably just like, yeah, of course. And she's yeah. very like not like secret. Like she's very not precious yeah. as a mom. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really like uh, censor or anything. Very yeah. hands on. Yeah. yeah, totally. I like. I mean, that she, I too. mean, she like tells. The dad in front of their son, like I fucked your dad a lot, and now I'm pregnant. Right, with that's the first like, little... ten, which I which I didn't like. Yeah, that yeah. crossed a line. I thought, but <laughs> no, yeah, that made me a little uncomfortable. At first, I thought maybe the dad was the stepdad because of that interaction, and it was they were setting up like a <laughs> sleazy like stepdad thing, right. and then I was like, oh, that's the dad, dad. Yeah, I have a no, tip. No. So when I my most recent job, not my current job, uh, okay. there was a woman breastfeeding under you know the cloak. That they have (laughs) for public breastfeeding. And uh, she was, my manager's like, all right. And she sees it and she goes and gets a glass of water and she brings it to her. And then she comes up to me and she goes, the first rule is when you see a woman breastfeeding, you bring her a glass of water. Oh, that's okay. a good, good rule for life, and I'm like, all right. They thank probably you. are like losing a lot of bodily fluid. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, all right, thank you that for that. That makes sense. She's like, every time I see a woman breastfeeding, <laughs> bring her a glass of water right away. It's probably tiring too. Like I bet it feels like yeah. a physical like activity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jake, what was your best Tony moment? 
Honestly, I really liked, so we hadn't seen her for a few minutes mm. at this point. I don't know how long, but um, she's on bed rest in the hospital, so she's not at home, and they're all having a hard time. And then you see her in the hospital, and she's, like, making uh, Charlie's costume for the later the play. Mm. And, like, she's just alone in the scene, and then you hear Charlie off screen, like, mm. verbalizing. And she just, like, lights up, and she's so happy that she hears her family coming. And I was like, that's so heartwarming. She's such a good mom. She plays a really good mom. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. What about you, Hallie? Um, I had had two. I had the breastfeeding moment also. I really liked that. And then all their interactions with the dad slash the bear were just beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Just her, her, like, comebacks and everything were just... She really doesn't take shit from me. No. Right. I like I and I'm like, you know what? If I was in her situation, like you don't have time. Mm. You don't have time to take shit. Mother of three. Like, yeah. Like Bas- very demanding. Basically mother of four. Mm-hmm. Five if you yeah. count the teddy bear. <laughs> sure. I'm assuming she didn't have a job, right? She they never no, she showed her having she one. Yeah, did yeah. anyone have a job? I don't like I don't think the dad did either. I, well like, he was mm. oh, he was wearing like camo. Oh, oh, he's, he's, in, the he's in the army. They like never went back to that either, though. That was <laughs> that's just... why they move around so. <laughs> that much. was like that's the only thing oh, they yeah, did with that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was surprised he wasn't more like gruff because of that. Maybe it's like hey, he could no, be like, like I a... thought like he was gonna be more like like um, I don't know, like the they just get so like regimented and mm-hmm. stuff. Is I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, my grandpa was in the army during the draft, but he just did like filing. Mm. Like he didn't actually do anything. Yeah, my like, dad was in the army. In the 80s? I don't think anyone in my family was in the I mean, I'm sure they have, but no one, like, significant where they bring it up and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, my uncle, like, is in the army and he, like, goes away sometimes. Mm. But also that part of my family lives, like, super far away from uh, me. Well, a lot of times people who were, and maybe this was the case in the movie, a lot of times people who were in the service, like, at one point and then they leave they still are unreserved to do certain things uh, like certain jobs so maybe that that, that, that yeah. goes yeah. yeah I wonder if that has something to do with his teddy bear thing too mm. like maybe he has some like right. well and I want <laughs> <I didn't> to <really laughs> <like> <laughs> put it out there that on this podcast I have been I was not aware that Australia was in Vietnam and Tony oh, Collette yeah. herself posted on Instagram dragging me we... uh, about how not me but like we and Americans. a lot of people know that Australia's in Vietnam, and my father was. That's what she said. Yeah, we, was a little we fully did like a movie about Australia participating in the Vietnam War, and we were like, ah. Was that Japanese story? No, that was. They um, mentioned that though. It was Dirty Deeds. No, it wasn't Dirty Deeds. How many? It, yes, it was. It was Dirty Deeds. It was Dirty Deeds, and we were like, I don't think Australia was in the Vietnam War. And Tony personally. And then my Australian friend like DM'd me, me and oh was gosh. like, uh, we definitely were. And then uh, and then Tony Collette herself Instagram and we were like oh my god, but okay now <laughs> wow. we move on to custom awards okay uh, which can be anything at all so Hallie what was your custom award um I did best sound design because in the beginning mm. they did a really good job of showing like the way like a kid with autism and ADD which they didn't really talk about a lot but he did have it yeah um gets really like overstimulated and I was expecting them to bring it back more I would have liked if they brought it back more but. They did it at the beginning, and then they did it when they were in the car at the, the green light. There was like a lot of yeah. Oh yeah. So I thought that was really good. Yeah. Jake, what about you? Um, I have the Australian uh, <laughs> award for always wandering around outside in like little to no clothing uh, mm-hmm. award because I feel like every movie that she's in that's Australian, like just the normal. Nudity. Like outfit outdoors because it's so hot. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. wear whatever you can, but barefoot, right. walk around town. It made me really anxious <laughs> when Thomas was chasing his brother down the street barefoot. I was, like, I know, I, I was like, he's going to step on broken glass. But I'm such a barefoot person. Yeah. That's very New York of you. Yeah, because I grew up like partially in the South, and I'm just like barefoot all the way, baby. You said South and Southern accent. South, South. Yeah, as a kid, I would go out barefoot but only like in our yard and stuff yeah i like not like you know what's insane is when people obviously not like homeless people because like obviously no choice in the matter sure but like i've known people who i know by choice by choice have been barefoot on the streets 
and I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, please cut your foot off. No, I <laughs> I, I know someone too right now who does does that, and I'm like, Mm-mm. I just no, mm. and it's like a dirty New York street. Life's I'm like, too short, but it's not that short. No, <laughs> no like, and do you want to have a bunch of diseases that you picked up from like stepping on like, you know, rust? How or do you feel about flip flops in the city? No, because I like have done it. I, when I first moved here, I had, like, a couple pairs that I wore, but I very quickly realized, like, the bottom of my feet would be black. So black. Yeah. So gross. And I'm like, no. no. So I haven't really worn them since. I have one pair of flip-flops that I got when I went to Miami. One <laughs> and, time uh, I walked yeah. from Times Square to the Upper East Side in flip-flops. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm still recovering. I just, yeah, are you okay? How are your feet? I have new Do feet I, now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a foot replacement. That's a long journey, also, just in general. I know, I know. Were you, like, going through I something? I feel no, like no, I, I just like walking. I mean, why spend 275 when I, you can walk? Yeah, I only walk, like, do that kind of long walk when I'm, like, going through it. Yeah. What was your uh, custom award, My Sam? custom award was also the Australian Award, but it was for the scene <laughs> when uh, Tony is giving Charlie a bath, and she's <gasps> making, like, different designs yes. with his hair. She's that like, you're a cute. shark. Now you're, like, a devil. Mm-hmm. And then she does something else, and she's like... You're the opera house. <laughs> You're the opera house. Monkeys don't drink beer. Beer. That was my yeah, So now we move really on uh, to plugs. Um, oh, we're wait. going to link. Oh. Is this movie. Oh my God. I forgot about our favorite segment. Is this movie better than Little Miss Sunshine with Jake? Jake, your favorite movie we've covered so far has been Little Miss Sunshine. How does this measure up? Mm mm. I agree if I get an opinion. It's not. But will there be one? Definitely not. Maybe. Is it better than her shoes? No. Is it's it better than Watchers? No. <laughs> I want to get merch soon that says, is it better than blank? We can get merch to celebrate our 80th Instagram follower. Yeah. When is that going to happen? Are you Do you follow us on Yeah, Instagram? I don't follow you. Right? <gasps> you want to? Live. Should we make it happen? Wow. All right. Live from New York. It's our 80th That's follower. So <laughs> okay. Uh, what a great time to move on to plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holly, where can people, uh, we're going to link to everybody's Twitters and Instagrams in the show notes. notes, Uh, Is there anything else that you're working on that you want us to Um, link to? I think I'm good right now. Cool. Definitely check those out. (laughs) Check out my Instagram. Check out my Twitter uh, if you want. You know, it's definitely not G-rated, so... (laughs) You know, as no good artist, as no good oh, artist. Yeah. I think that my family will be allowed to listen to this episode. Uh, they're not considering how much we're shopping. They're not allowed to listen to the dead girl. My no. family will listen whether I give them permission or my not. My mom so. was like, "The sex convo in the dead girl is so long." Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And the sex convo in this episode was not at all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.